0: The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise. A promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn News. Hey, it's Jesse. It's Money Week on Hello Monday. Or at least that's how I'm thinking about it. We dropped a powerful episode this week on a rising trend, financial therapy. Basically, planning to get out of debt or save for retirement won't ever be as effective if we're not addressing our underlying feelings and our belief systems about money. Now, at the end of that episode, we got into some of the stressors that can be really present for people. And there's one that's just very current this fall. It causes so many money feelings, Fear, stress, hopelessness. Sassy, why are you singing my saddest song? Hey there! It's our producer,
1: Sarah Storm. Sarah, saddest song? It's one of my saddest songs. It's the ballad of endless student loan debt payments. Sigh. Big, heavy sigh. I am one of those people who still owes an enormous sum of money in return for the education I finished in 2008. I have been repaying so much money for nearly all of that time, and still, somehow, I owe only slightly less than what I owed on the day I got my master's degree. Since my graduation, every choice has been guided in some part by my student debt. And I mean like every choice. Where I'll work, where I'll live, whether or not we can afford to travel. No, not really. Uh, It even factored into our decision not to have kids. My student debt still feels like it will be there forever.
0: That's a lot. That's a lot. During the pandemic, many, not all, but many of those loans were on pause. But this fall, that changes. According to studentaid.gov, the COVID-19 payment pause has ended, and people's first payments were due last month, in October. And there are a lot of people in the U.S. who will need to start making an extra payment every month. Nearly one in five adults have student loan debt.
1: That's why I wanted to introduce you and our listeners to Carly Reddy. Carly's job is kind of new and extremely specialized. She coaches people on their student loan debt, and that makes Carly my new favorite person.
0: I have a feeling Carly has a lot of fans for this very reason. Sarah, I have to say I'm so thrilled about this special bonus episode. Thank you for bringing us this conversation. Take it away. Thanks, Jesse.
1: So like I said, Carly is a coach and subject matter expert on student loan debt. She works for this financial services company called Candidly. Basically, Candidly leverages AI and human knowledge to help people pay off their student loans and build wealth. Now, based on a wholly unscientific study of me talking to friends and to folks around the LinkedIn offices, it seems fair to say that the student loan repayment resumption has many, many people freaked out. For a lot of those people, the pandemic pause was this amazing time where their other costs of living, like rent and healthcare and food, the ends almost met. Or for people who were really tremendously impacted financially during that time, they had this one less thing to worry about every month. So I thought it might be nice for us to hear from Carly. To kick things off, here is the story of one couple she worked with who went into their counseling session, assuming they had to put their whole lives on hold to pay down nursing
2: school debt. Here's Carly. I spoke with a couple, a husband and wife. They have a young son, less than a year old, and the wife is a nurse. The husband works in in business of some sort, and the husband is helping the wife to manage her student loans from nursing school. And they are sick to their stomachs about payments resuming and interest accruing on these student loans again. After three and a half years, it's been paused. So, you know, this $300 a month payment being dropped back into their laps is really going to disrupt them financially. So they scheduled uh, a conversation to just sort of talk through it and make sure that they, they have the lowest possible monthly payment. In talking through that, I helped them to identify that, hey, you know, you are on the path to public service loan forgiveness. You've been with this employer for a number of years. There's this special um, program going on right now, the one-time account adjustment for PSLF, which is going to grant you extra credits for periods that wouldn't have previously counted. So you actually have a boost in the number of credits that you have counting toward public service loan forgiveness. So that helped to shorten their timeline on repaying this debt, one. And then second, one of their big concerns was they want to have a second child, but they don't know how they will afford child care for a second baby on top of this extra student loan payment. So the wife was actually considering going from full-time status down to part-time status so that she could care for her second baby. And so in planning and going through the different income-driven repayment plans, We talked about their options on the the newest and most generous income-driven repayment plan, the SAVE plan. And they were floored when they saw what their monthly payment would be on this plan. It was going to go down by at least $200 a month, which was significantly going to add to their monthly cash flow and what they could provide for their family. So the combination of lowering their monthly payment and nearly cutting their repayment timeline in half they were just so overjoyed, and it helped them to look at their life so much differently. I mean, knowing that you can welcome another life into this world, you know, and feeling like you have the freedom and the ability to do that, I I think is just so uplifting. And on top of that, the wife wasn't going to have to compromise in the ways that she was thinking she was going to have to in order to make that a possibility. And that just makes me so happy when you see the transition of people's You know, their body language, their facial expressions. You can hear it in the tone of their voice, and it just is so fulfilling.
1: This kind of conversation is not new to Carly. She has several of them every week. And she's used to talking about money, too. She started her career in financial services working in insurance. Eight years ago, she joined a small firm where everyone kind of worked in their own little niche markets. Carly was working with young medical professionals— And she noticed something that was getting in everyone's
2: way. And that something pivoted her whole career. So I was going to hospitals, talking with resident physicians about, you know, starting a savings plan and purchasing disability insurance. And I found that like 99% of them said, hey, Carly, I know I need that, but once I figure out my student loans, then I'll come and talk to you. Once I figure out my student loans, then I'll come and talk to you. And I was like, okay, it sounds like they all have the same problem, and it sounds like none of them have anybody helping them. It sounds like they're all just trying to figure this out on their own. So I wanted to be the person to be able to help them with that. So I started researching ways to educate myself on student loans, and I found the CSLP designation, the CSLP uh, community, which stands for Certified Student Loan Professional. It was a program that was just sort of getting off the ground, so I got to talk with the people who created it, which really I I absolutely loved and appreciated, and I learned so much. And so I started using all that I've learned to help these young medical professionals to navigate the world of their student loans and give them some confidence going into repayment. And I fell in love with it.
1: It seems prudent here to mention that Carly cannot single-handedly make your student loan debt disappear, or mine, or anyone's. But... She and other certified student loan professionals can help you figure out how to make that debt feel like one part of your life instead of the whole shebang.
2: I would say the number one thing that I learned is how to make student loan repayment a part of your life, a part of your finances, without overtaking your finances and allowing people to live while they pay down their student loans. So many people that I talk to are waiting to live until their student loans are paid off, and that is so painful. You don't have to wait. You can do both at the same time, and that is okay. You're still going to be in a great position financially. People just feel like a weight is lifted so often because they just feel sometimes crushed by this debt, and they feel sometimes crushed by having to put off so far down the road things that they really want to be doing with their lives.
1: So what does it look like when somebody transitions from just solely focusing on paying down that debt to allowing a little bit more of life in?
2: So sometimes we can figure out a monthly payment that works within their cash flow and still allows them to make progress toward paying off their student loans. So a lot of times people think, okay, yeah, well, if I go on this lower monthly payment, then I'm just going to be accumulating Exponential interest and I'm just going to be setting myself like into retirement paying repaying these student loans And thankfully through some of the government programs that are out there. That isn't always the case. I also often help people to um, Navigate the paths that are available to them for forgiveness whether that be public service loan forgiveness whether that be income driven repayment forgiveness and I find that that really helps to put people at ease because there's, there's like an end date. There's a finish line. You know, there's a mark in the sand that if I get to this point, my loans will be forgiven. And so I find that that gives people incredible peace of mind. Why should people speak out more
1: about their student loan debt experiences? And like, how would you suggest that they do that?
2: I would strongly encourage people not to be ashamed of where they are with their student loan debt. I feel like every borrower that I speak with, and I'm talking with five or six people a day, Everyone's in the same boat. They they think that they are in the worst position than anybody else out there. And they're ashamed of where they are financially. They're ashamed of how they got themselves into this position. But I just wish that they could know that they're not alone. There are so many people out there who are in the same exact position that they are, feeling the same feelings that they are. And, you know, they, they don't have to feel that way. They don't have to feel like on, on an island all by themselves. If you're a parent listening to
1: this, maybe you're wondering how to manage the debt-headed your family's way if and when your kids go to college. Harley has some things for you to consider, too.
2: Nowadays, with the cost of education, um, people do what they have to do when they're enrolling themselves in, you know, a master's degree or, you know, even undergraduate education. And they're doing what they have to do, especially to get their children through school. So most people think, like, okay, I'm— We'll figure this out when the time comes. We'll figure this out when the time comes. Well, with the cost of these programs and with the cost of education, it's very difficult when the time comes to figure it out on your own <laughs> because the payments can be so high that that you don't know how you're going to manage and you don't know what alternatives there are. I think about this all the time because I have two little boys. And so I, I just always think to myself, I will have my children borrow within their means. So many parents who say, you know, my kid, this was just his dream school, and I couldn't say no to him. And I I love, you know, parents just want to make their children's dreams come true, and I so respect that. But when it comes to education, you do have to keep it within a reasonable amount, (laughs) and you have to take a look at where your child is headed career-wise, and is this a debt that they're going to be able to repay? And so I think that when you do more planning on the front end, that can really help you on the back end. What is the income potential of this career that my child is pursuing? How much education is it going to take for them to get there? And depending on those factors, you know, you may have to take advantage of state schools. You may have to take advantage of, um, you know, community college and things like that just to sort of leverage the tools that are available to you to help minimize the amount of debt that you take out.
1: If you think about money and debt on the regular, Carly wants you to remember that student loans are a bit of a different animal.
2: Federal student loans don't adhere to the traditional debt rules. They have their own nuances. They have their own special programs and income-driven repayment plans, which are very complex and really have nothing to do with debt, loans, amortization, and everything that we learned as financial advisors. And so I find that a lot of financial advisors, they want to help people, but they just don't know what they don't know. And so what the CSLP designation does and what um, student loan coaches can do is we can specialize in those income-driven repayment plans and those forgiveness programs. And, And having that specialized knowledge along with our expertise on, you know, finance in general, we can really help people to make the most of their situations when student loans are a big part of their financial picture. So what do you do
1: if you're listening to this and student loans still seem too hard, too scary, and too unmanageable?
2: I would encourage them to seek out a certified student loan professional. And so they can do that just by googling "find a CSLP." They will find the CSLP community. There are about 120 of us nationwide, so we're a pretty small community. But you can go on there and you can find someone in your area or find someone who you feel meets your, you know, your profile, um, and you can you can send them a message and set up a conversation with them. And if you are working or
1: interested in working in finance and you're hearing about the student loan debt crisis and realizing that 120 certified student loan professionals to 44 million borrowers seems like a wild ratio, Carly hopes you'll check out her industry. We'll link to those sites in the show notes. One to check out is cslainstitute.org. Check that out. Find more information and the community of CSLPs. Finally... No matter where you land on student loans, Carly has one parting thought for you.
2: Don't be afraid to share your story, your student loan journey, because there are so many people just like you and I don't want you to feel any shame about this. So,
1: how do you feel about your student loan debt? What plans are you making to keep it a manageable part of your whole life instead of taking over? Hop into the Hello Monday group on LinkedIn and let us know about it. We'll see you in the chat. Thanks to the team for putting this episode together. Jesse will be back with another great episode on Monday.